The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is eh, probably Friday, January 15th by the time that you're listening to this, but this is an emergency podcast. Uh, Robert Sala hired by the New York Football Jets to be their next head coach, replacing the departed Adam Gase, the second hiring. Is this right? The second hiring of the coaching season? Yeah, Brian Wilson joining me to break it down. Wilson and John Breach handled the Urban Meyer to the Jaguars press conference. Wilson, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Great. Um, for those of you that missed the Urban Meyer emergency pod, please go listen to it, and then you before, can meet. Before you launch in about my tennis game, oof, cut me off. I want to. I want to point something out. You know why you can tell that these teams are losers, perennial which, losers. Which teams? The Jets and Jaguars. Why? Because here's how they operate. Oh, boy. The Jaguars leak out to everybody and their brother <laughs> at 9 a.m. on Thursday morning that they're hiring Urban Meyer. They announce the hiring at 6.30 p.m. Are you kidding me? What What were you doing? You they didn't, didn't have. I, I know what Jets, happened. The Jets announced the hiring of Robert Sala at 10.30 p.m. on Thursday what are we doing? You waited 17 weeks to can Adam Gase and you can't wait 17 hours to announce a hiring 1030 at night on a Thursday in January People in the Jaguar, in the Jaguars defense. They were out of ink toner. They couldn't find any to print out the papers to release the, so they, that's what they, their holdup was jets. I got nothing. It's fine. It is what it is. We were talking about it before, like for the podcast started, Bill O'Brien got hired on, I don't know if the Texans announced it, but uh, Chris Morton, I remember Chris Mortensen reporting it on sports and on New Year's Eve, you know, in, uh, in 2014, it happens. These things, you know, look, Jets fans should be pumped. Jaguars fans should be pumped, but you know what? Maybe have a semblance of organization here. You're going to fly urban Meyer down to Jacksonville. Say, we're going to have a press conference in the morning to announce the next head coach, let people stir on it. And then we'll do the emergency podcast. I had to miss the urban emergency podcast. You think I'm happy about that? Cause of my tennis game, please. December 31st, 2013, Texans to hire Bill O'Brien. That's the, uh, there you go. Wait, oh, you know what? That's what it is. We didn't have, Robbie was not born yet. Robbie was born three days later. Um, I had a super pregnant wife. And I was, uh, you know, had a, had a driver. So obviously I couldn't, uh, 
couldn't take care of, you know, couldn't take care of business then. Anyway, Robert oh Sala goodness. hired by the Jets. Back to what's what's important. Let's keep it tight here. Give me a give me a grade. What do you think? Robert Sala to the Jets. Uh, you haven't heard it yet, but I'm sure I'll go back and listen. I gave an A minus. Breach and I both did to the Jaguars for so their Meyer hire. I'm going to give this an A. Okay. Um, I don't remember, of course, because I'm old, where we ranked the Jets. We both had the Chargers first. Third. Uh, All had third. Okay, the Jacks second, the Jets third. So there you go. It's a good job. Just uh, you and I were just on HQ, and I, I made the point that the the Jets have just like the Jaguars have a ton of draft picks. 100 of the top, uh, six of the top 100. They have the second, the 23rd, the 34th. 66th, which is in the third round. So they have a ton of um, capital in, in which to to address all their needs. They don't have the quarterback situation solved because they decided to win a couple football games. Jaguars appear to be well on their way to Trevor Lawrence. But uh, unlike the Jaguars, the Jets could choose to roll with Sam Darnold. They could trade down at a number two. They could draft Panay Sewell at number two to book in with Mekhi Becton. Uh, on and on it goes. And um, Adam Schefter and I think even JLC both reported that Mike LaFleur, Matt LaFleur's brother, who is currently an assistant with the 49ers on the offensive side, is going to come over and is expected to be the offensive coordinator. And as you pointed out on HQ, if that is a seamless transition from Kyle Shanahan's offense in San Francisco to Kyle Shanahan's offense in New York, that's great news for Sam Darnold. Yeah, I think an A is an appropriate grade. Robert Sala was one of the top guys out there. In terms of uh, candidates, he interviewed multiple times with multiple organizations. Now, there was some buzz that maybe his interview with Detroit didn't go well. I'm, I'm at the point where I think that's sort of like um, subterfuge and smoke screening when it comes to draft season. Like Trevor Lawrence can't throw overhand, that type of stuff. Or like you go on a date and it, you know, you're like, eh. And, but before you can even tell your friends about the date, it's you're already getting texts from like girls, you know, who are friends with the other girl that, you know, like you were a jerk on the date. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like you get it out there to take the, in other words, if you're the lions, you don't think you're going to get them. You get it out there and, and take it down. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that. So here are the last, I guess if we count Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick, Al Grow, Herm Edwards, Eric Mangini and grow was a interim after Belichick bounced. I guess he was full time. Eric yeah, Mangini, Rex Ryan, Todd Bowles, and Adam Gase. I think that what Robert Sala brings to the table. So I'm going to take a small leap here and say that Jets fans may be like NC State fans. You crave something that's a little uh, – you don't just want a coach who comes in and is businesslike. They don't want it. They need somebody who's, like, intense and fiery. and what, Yeah, like, so conference. NC State corollary. So O'Brien, oh, was that his name? Who's yeah, the guy hate, that hated O'Brien? That was his name. That's the guy that ran Russell Wilson off. Yes. He was very businesslike, if I recall correctly. Oh, the worst. And who was the guy from Florida State that used to Chuck call Amato. Love Chuck Amato. Chuck Amato, right. Yes. yes. Was he, he a good coach? A, yeah, we don't need to dive into this, but yes, that's exactly. That's okay. corollary. We, you want, but I think the nice thing about Sala is he doesn't have, he has a ton of energy. Huge energy guy. Tall, bald, you Tall, know, bald. ripped. Like has handsome, like two, handsome has two get back guys on the sideline. For, he looks like Mr. Clean, who's been in the tanning bed. A very tan Mr. Clean. There you go. Um, Probably Herm Edwards and Rex Ryan, very popular Jets coaches who had tons of energy. But I think Sala has all of that energy, but isn't as comically goofy maybe as Herm or Rex. And so <laughs> I think that could play to his favor. Also, the guy has a CEO. At, like th this Jets team has been so down for so long really since 2011 
they need an injection of positive energy and excitement. And I think Robert Sala brings that. I, the idea of Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, two just football guys, should be very exciting, I think, for Jets fans. You make a funny, uh, a good point, and actually funny that I think about it, but Herm Edwards and Ryan and Rex Ryan, and they were good fits. The funny thing is, Herm Edwards is best remembered for, you play to win the game. the game. Rex Ryan's best remembered for, let's go get a GD snack. Yeah, I want a goddamn <laughs> snack. No offense to anybody who doesn't like GD, but yeah, it was a quote. No, now Debo has to delete it. He, Debo's actually he's around now. He just said he'll 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 edit this up. Oh, I heard Debo's deep sea fishing. Um, but yeah, I think those are two good points because Herm Edwards was, by most accounts, a good coach, and and Rex Ryan started off good, and things sort of went sour. He didn't have that success in Buffalo, obviously. But uh, I've been saying it for forever. You don't need an X and O's guys. You need a motivator. And I think that Robert Sala, you sort of made the on the off the cuff comparison to Dan Quinn. I think he's a little more dynamic than Dan Quinn. I sort of I made the Mike Tomlin comparison in terms of um, what's the word in, in terms of in your face. I'm sure. I, I, I think and I made the I made the analogy to Dan Quinn and I knew it was bad as soon as I said it because Dan Quinn just got fired. But he was all about the brotherhood. He was all about you know, positive vibes, infectious, you know, like high energy guy. The he was loved. Quinn is he went to the Super Bowl, they lose the 28 to three lead, they collapse, and then it's a disaster. But uh, Dan Quinn comes from the same school, like the same background, the Pete Carroll, you know, as Robert Sala, it's the Pete Carroll cover three defense, you know. William Mary. High, what's that? He coached William Mary too, Dan Quinn did. Yeah, there you go. But like, it's the same thing, like high energy, Motivation. But is Dan Quinn high energy? Yes, yes, yes. Huh. Very high it. energy. Okay. We asked Dan Quinn at the combine when he got hired if he would win at a battle royale of all the coaches. He was like, absolutely. Well, yeah, what's he supposed to say? But no, he was like, he. Dan Quinn got beat down by the end of his tenure, but he is a very high energy guy. I think Salah will be the same way. And so I think that's really good. From yeah. a Importantly, I think it matters that if you look at what he did with the 49ers, he can have success when he can have great success when all of his guys are there. He's, he can develop some cornerbacks. And if he gets him, if you get him some edge rushers, which that should be a, you know, a, a, a sticking point here for the, for the jets to get some edge rushers. I think he can cook with his defense. Now you have a lot of picks. You don't have a lot of players. You have, you know, Quinn and Williams on that side of the ball. They, they, they have some nice pieces, but they don't have a lot of players. Yeah, let's see. I, I just think you give no. this guy two years and he can probably make this defense good. The question is, can Mike LaFleur hang it around and be, Matt, be as good as Matt LaFleur or close to it and coordinate the offense and get things going? Where did Matt LaFleur come from? So he was at um, Tennessee... Oh, that's right. Before that, Atlanta, Atlanta, Tennessee, I think. Atlanta, Tennessee, and also maybe the Rams and Notre Dame, I believe. Okay. Um, because uh, Mike LaFleur, his brother, graduated college in 2009. <laughs> so he's uh, a tad bit younger. But I mean, like, you. if you th think about it, like Mike LaFleur, who's going to be your OC in all likelihood, is a Kyle Shanahan trickle down guy. Kyle Shanahan was with Dan Quinn in that Falcons team that won the Super Bowl. I'm not saying the Jets are going to put it all together and do that, but I would be optimistic about that pairing along with Joe Douglas and his ability to procure players if I was a Jets fan. All right, let me – you're actually onto something for once. You got it right. So, uh, I, clearly, uh, Sam Darnold has one more year left and then they can do the fifth-year option with him. Uh, they're, they're wide receivers. They have one wide receiver beyond uh, on contract beyond next year, and that's Denzel Mims. Everyone else – 
literally has one more year left on their deal. Uh, tight so, ends. Chris so Perryman, Herndon, and, Perryman and Crowder both have 2020 or in their 2021 deal. Like, like they'll be everyone, everyone but Denzel Mims will be a free agent of some sort after 2021. Okay, but but like you have Crowder. I mean, you have Crowder. You have Denzel Mims. Josh Doxson's on the team if you care. No, um, Braxton Berrios is there, but there's not a lot to choose from. Uh, Ryan Griffin, Chris Herndon has one more year left in his deal. Ryan Griffin has two. So the tight end situation, we know about that. We know about the offensive line because of Mackay Becton and the issues there. You mentioned Quentin Williams. Um, Mackay Becton and Quentin Williams are two in the trench blue collar studs. That's right. CJ Mosley didn't he did he end up opting out this year or was he just injured? I think that's yeah, and he he he's due a lot of money next year. He's opted out, so I think it pushes your contract back in next year. So he's on the books till twenty twenty four. He's a good player. I mean, he's had a year to get if help. He plays yeah. if he plays. Yeah, sure. And they have a couple young guys on the on the back end. Not a lot though. They have Ashton Davis, second round pick, the safety out of at a cow. They have Bryce Hall, the who was a day three guy actually, out of um, UVA. So, yeah, you're right. They don't have a lot of players. They do have a ton of cap space, which is great, and they have all those picks. And, by the way, you can solve a lot of issues in free agency. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I don't think Joe Douglas is a big free agency guy. Look at what he did last year with cap space. He doesn't want to be Mike McCagnan. He wants to go out, and I think this is kind of important. If you look at what the 49ers did in rebuilding, you know, they splurged on, like, Jarek McKinnon and Kyle Juszczyk. Well, that's the thing. You don't have to go. Free agency doesn't mean paying the big guys. Right. And I think that you will see Joe Douglas go out and find some guys that fit Robert Sala's scheme defensively and acquire them. Maybe some cornerbacks, maybe they draft one, maybe they pick one up at the draft. We'll see. Um, I think they'll fortify the back end and try to find some pass rushers in the draft. Let me ask you this. I'm just scrolling through the list of available free agents. Would you touch Chris Galvin, Allen Robinson, Ken Galladay, or Juju? Hell yeah. No, but you're talking about Joe Douglas's Perhaps frugal spending ways. Right. Now there's a the well the price ain't gonna be right for those guys. No, I'm not paying Juju what he wants, especially because like by I think uh Jerry Dulac of the somewhere Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Post Gazette. He's still Dulac. the Post Gazette. Okay. Um he reported that Juju wants to go to a bigger market to like bump up his TikToks. Juju denied that, but fair enough. Okay, well, Galladay, Allen Robinson, Chris Goblin, they're all gonna get a lot of money. Are you paying those? I would, if have you're no problem, I would have no problem paying Galladay. I mean, Galladay, Godwin, or Robinson. No problem. Okay. Those guys are studs. Uh, Justin Simmons, they need help on the back end. He's available. What? Oh, the safety. Oh, my God. I was yeah. like, Jeffrey Simmons? What? He can't be. Available. Jeffrey Simmons, that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. Brand, Brandon Scherf will be available if you're looking for guard help. I mean, there's there's a lot of ways to go with the. Hunter Henry, if you're worried, you know, there, so there are plenty of ways to go is my point. Oh, my guy, Will Fuller, he's on the list too. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's there's a lot of talent out there. This is a good free agency class. So I think there's ways that they can go um, with that. And oh, sorry, I thought. Oh, and let me mention this. Richard Sherman, because it's a San Francisco connection. So that could be a guy I would imagine. I, I get the sense he likes Robert Sala. I haven't heard him speak. Explicitly. Oh, no, he, he just tweeted a minute ago. He said Robert Sala is the guy. He loves There you him. go. So, you know, a lot of times they bring their guys with them. And if he's a free agent yep. and I, he he's, may want to. He already said he doesn't think he'll be back in San Francisco. There you go. So that, that could be something. Could be cut. So it, that would make sense. Yeah. I mean, you. I think you build around that and then you try and I, I my take on it, Wilson, I think this is the million dollar question and it could, we can sort of wrap up on this, but I think it's are they going to keep Sam Darnold or are they going to draft a quarterback? I don't think there's a guaranteed answer. 
right now because I, I think if right now, what are you doing? Well, right now I'm probably keeping Sam Darnold. Right. But I, and, but I mean, and trading down from number two right now. We have no idea what the GM has done in terms of work on these quarterbacks. Well, God, I hope he started January. <laughs> right. But I mean, like, we don't know how he feels about these guys. That's right. Zach Wilson and Justin Fields. We, and he's right. not going to draft Justin Fields or Zach Wilson unless Robert Sala and Michael Floor think, hey, yeah, we agree with you on this. Like, I, I would be very surprised if Joe Douglas foisted a young quarterback on Robert Sala. I will say this. If, Zach, if Justin Fields goes number two, that's going to be, that's a problem. He, he shouldn't Agreed. go that high. Well, if Justin Fields goes number two, you need to wait a year to trade Sam Darnold. That's right. And he is not he is not a noticeable upgrade over Sam Darnold in terms of productivity. I'm just telling you, that's also that's right. I think at. this this goes flies under the radar a lot. We talk I talk about this a lot, I feel like, but if you have a quarterback in Sam Darnold who has one year left on his rookie deal, and then you can pick up his fifth year option, that actually gives you two years of wiggle room as the GM who didn't draft Sam Darnold. I love that you're always just planning. You're trying to extend your stay at the, at the hotel room by, you know, listen, I didn't check in until 2 PM. I'm not checking out at 4 PM. It matters. You're not the guy who drafted him. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the other thing to consider not to get too far ahead of ourselves. The draft class in 2022 for quarterbacks is not, doesn't look great right now. So there'll be some teams reaching and if you are okay with Sam Darnold, you will have an opportunity to trade down and get a ton of picks. Uh, I will also tell you this. You cannot rule out. I mean, I, I don't think you can. Urban Meyer taking Justin Fields. You can't. Oh, my God. This is the first thing I said on the emergency pod with Urban Meyer. I told Breach. I said, any idiot that says Justin Fields is a, is a moron. I so, agree. I mean, like, that would be the stupidest no, thing. No, he's, he's not doing it. And here's what Pete Prisco said on HQ on Thursday, and he's exactly right. If he drafts Justin Fields, he should be fired immediately. <laughs> if you draft Justin Fields, you got the wrong guy. Like, the wrong he guy. ain't drafting Justin Fields. I'm just saying that it's, it's not happening. They're taking Trevor Lawrence. But point being is, like, you can't – if you're the Jets, you don't trade down until you know. Well, of course. Although – oh, no, the Redskins traded up. The Redskins, the Redskins at the time, I can call them that. They traded up for RG3 with the Rams. That's true. And also, the uh, the other team that did it was um, the uh, the Eagles traded up before golf was taken. Oh, yeah. For Wentz. And in fact, actually, no, wait. <laughs> I forgot. The Jets traded up to two ahead of the draft, thinking they were going to get Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen because they thought Sam Darnold was going to the Browns first overall. And then the Browns took Baker and they got Sam Darnold. Yeah, I don't think Baker would have done much better in this Jets team. No, no, I'm just saying that Josh Allen. I'm saying that, you don't ever trade out of the two spot. Right. Until, yeah, I was trying that, to do math. That may create. I mean, can you imagine if you traded out of the two spot and then they took Justin Fields at one, and you're like, oh, I, so. And by the way, in the number two spot, uh, the New England Patriots have selected Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So uh, before we I get th- off, I think my, it's more likely they stick around with Sam Darnold and try to make it work to extend your sort of livelihood. But if they fall in love with Zach Wilson or Trey Lance or Justin Fields, who knows what could happen. Um, but you know what? The bottom line, Wilson, good hire by the Jets. They acted swiftly. They didn't make fools of themselves. Right. They didn't get turned down for the job, which is kind of a big deal. And they landed <laughs> one of the top candidates on the market who people have been talking about for several years. So 
Can I, I make two suggestions about the Robert Sala press conference? Number number one, Don't see wear, wear a fake a goatee and, and dark rim glasses. I'm pretending <laughs> like you're Greg Williams. And then look around at a bunch of tacos. So before we go, rank the uh, hires. And and that, more importantly, which team wins more games next year, the Jags or the Jets? Um. Well, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really love the urban hire personally. So I'll take. Ooh, look at this guy. I, I just don't. I don't love it. There's something right. that doesn't make sense to me. Um. So I, although I will say, Urban Meyer, unbelievable at job selection. Very smart. Mm-hmm. I don't think he took this Jacksonville job because it is, as Pete Prisco keeps pointing out, kind of a layup to beat to make the Jaguars better than they've been. So I will take. Uh, I'll say the Salah hire is better, but it's pretty negligible. And, um, I mean, I have utter and total faith in, uh, Trevor Lawrence. So I will say the Jags win more games next year. Okay. I think it'll be close. What about you? Yeah. I, I think the, J- the Jags should win seven or eight games next year, but I think the Jets could, could come close to that too. But I think the Jags win seven or eight. Dude, you never know. This league's bonkers. And those, those two teams are going to be the favorites in August. And you don't like the favorites, so you'll go in another direction. But a lot of people will be on those bandwagons. Pete Prisco will be wearing his parade, Jaguars parade what do you outfit. Think the Jaguars will be the favorites for. No, do you like dark horse teams to turn it around? That They'll be a sleeper to win the division. Uh, uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, not, I mean, they ain't winning the Super Bowl. Right. So, I mean, just for the record, here's <laughs> since uh, 2008, here's ja- the Jaguars wins five, seven, eight, five, two, four, three, five, three, ten, five, six, one. Seven or eight wins would be at the the uh, third best season since two thousand eight. That's not great, but as you point out, and as Pete pointed out, this is the time. This is the exact time to do it. Five wins would be a nice season for Urban Meyer. There, I think they're winning more than five. Because okay. look at, I mean, well, actually, what did uh... we'll talk about this later? But let's get let's get out of here. All right, it's late. That's the Robert Sala podcast. We'll have much more coming up in the feed. Make sure and check it out for Ryan Wilson. I'm Will Brinson. See you guys later. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com.